Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? We do have intro music. <laughs> yes, we do. That's not it. Just this isn't laughing. it. But it played right before this. It yes. was due to the magic of editing <laughs> that the people at home will hear it, even though uh, we can't hear it right now, Aaron. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. we're recording. All right, everybody. <laughs> welcome to Caffeinated. Oh, man. This is so magical. We're here, we're recording a couple days early. Yeah. Which is a treat. Back in America. It's great. Sue's back in America. Yeah. I'm still in America. But you guys are going to leave America, America at some point. We're going to leave America soon. Well, the we other we that guests. we're talking to <laughs> is we're professional. Aaron Leaf. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. podcast. Great to have you back. At I'm so happy to be back. Follow her at Erin Leaf. And no, there's no E at the end of her name. Like, I always try to tell no, her. No, there is oh, there an E. Is. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is like, you just kind We've of, been friends for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm, nice to meet you. I'm Chelsea. Chelsea Witt? Yeah. <laughs> Witty? That's what I meant to say. But I was drunk oh, already on one glass of wine. <laughs> Oh, we don't. Here. It's no big deal. We're just going on an international vacation together in a couple of months. So Yay. we should learn a little bit. About I just each other. don't know how to spell her <laughs> I last hope name. You bought your own ticket because if not, Aaron Lee without a name. She had to walk me how, through like how to buy my ticket. Like she was, uh, like, I was on the phone with her, and she was like, "Chelsea, click. Okay, open up your browser." <laughs> I was like, so "Wait, wait I'm wait, already let's, lost." Let's dial into AOL. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hold on. Mom, get off the phone. I have to get on the internet. <laughs> oh, but you man. did it, we think. So oh, let's see. And yeah, we'll see what happens. So we're, we're probably going to be in Denmark in November, but who could say? Who could say for sure? That's so exciting. You I'm might so be, excited, you might be yes. in Denmark, and I might be, like, <laughs> in Denmark, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't even know if that's a place. It might be. Shout be. out to Denmark, Colorado. We'll just um, see what happens. Yeah. But um, we just are uh, hanging out at Sue's place yes. on a Saturday afternoon. Doing our nails. Doing our nails, eating yes. some food, drinking some wine that Sue bought back from France. So should yes. we do some business yeah. before we get into Let's things and get into it. catching up? Um, I picked up some Chateau de Mans. Uh, it's from the Bordeaux region, which is not where I was. I was in Burgundy and Paris. Uh, Burgundy, my friend chose to, us to go to Burgundy because they said I really wanted to go to French wine country, country. and uh, the wine they produce there is Chardonnay, which I usually don't drink, and it was Pinot Noir, which is not my favorite red, but it was still amazingly beautiful, so I didn't care. It doesn't matter. Like, pretty much my whole French trip was my friend, like, doing, uh, making all the plans and me just following and being like, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. <laughs> That is also insanely beautiful. And then her just being like, that's a bus station. And I'm like, I know! It's insane! Um, I hope, Aaron, that you're prepared for that to be you on the trip. 
Oh, yeah. And then I'll just be like, this is fun, Aaron. What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> I highly recommend Rick Steves in the Weekly Top 40. Uh, Rick Steves is a travel writer, and that's what Blythe like, read as our Bible. But oh, there no, used I... to be a guy called Rick Dees. Rick Dees in the yeah. Weekly Top 40. And that's who I thought it was at first. So I would always just be like, what does Weekly Top 40 say we should do today? <laughs> and uh, so... Shout out to him. I hear he's a giant pothead, too. Oh, that's fine. He's, like, that's a well-known fine. pothead. And I was like, if I knew that, Good for I him. probably would have read the book so a little closer. So he spent closer. so much time, like, looking at paintings and stuff. He's, like, stoned out of his gourd. Maybe. But he was really funny. <laughs> like, we, we did his uh, tours of... Uh, his audio tours of the Louvre and Orsay, like, it's just funny. Like, he has these little, like, cheesy Midwestern man jokes where he's like, I like to think that she was thinking about a secret or something like that. Like, he just, like, has these little, like, funny little things about what he thinks is going on in the painting and or in the statues. And it's just, like, cute. It's fun. That's so fun. Um, so, yeah, it was epic. Uh, I had been to Paris last October uh, and now I went again and saw all the stuff that I didn't get to see, and I want to go back to France again. You don't. You can. You I can know. do whatever you want. I just. I really want to go to Bordeaux because that's where my favorite wines are from. Yeah. Where is um, Bordeaux in the south? Or yeah, it's like the southwest. I want to say. And so we were still pretty close to Paris. I took a, a train to uh, Burgundy. We went to Boone, uh, which was. Flippin' beautiful. My favorite part of the trip, though, was when we went to a fresh market, and it was like, they have this epically giant fresh market with all these, like, farmers and uh, butchers and bakers and candlestick makers, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, and we sat there and watched it open up, and then we bought our food, and then we bought some wine, and then we got drunk. And, like, just hung out in our apartment getting drunk. And then we were like, we need more wine. So we went out and got more wine and got more drunk. And then we took a nap in the middle of the day. And then we went and got dinner. Amazing. And it was just, like... That's, like, how a vacation should be. Yeah. It was just so relaxing. And it was just so, like, we got a lot of the cultural flair of the locals and hung out. It's a very small, small town. But that was kind of what made it better. Oh, and there was this really great part where there was a drunk American one night when we were sitting outside, <laughs> and his name was Mike from Texas, <laughs> and he was just like, all of you Frenchy Frenchers, eating your food. No. You're not thinking about Syria. Think about Syria. No. I was in the Air Force for America. And he's like, what did Mike from Texas. What did all the locals think about this? <laughs> well, first of all, like... It was very, like, it wasn't a super, like, French restaurant. Like, it was one of the more touristy places. Okay. And, uh... So, like, we, we see this of, a lot. But, like, everyone was just kind of, like, smoking their cigarettes, didn't give a fuck. Right. And, like, like Blythe and I were just laughing our asses off at him. Like, it happens everywhere. This is... There are Texans everywhere. There's a mic yeah. from Texas everywhere. But it was great because we were just like, Ugh, aren't Americans the worst? And then we were sitting under a heater that was like cranked up really, really high. And it was like making us feel uncomfortable. So I was like, oh, I'll just turn it down. And then I broke the heater. <laughs> and I was like, you're welcome. We're friends of Mike from Texas. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Everything you heard about Americans are true. And you you're just like welcome. sidestep out. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's always somebody who's very worried about what people think of her and I am not obviously I'm just like thanks Sue Funk everyone you can send the bill to America <laughs> they will find me so uh, yeah that was uh, my trip and 
If you're listening to this, you could be listening to it on Podbean, That was a great segue. And you can review us on iTunes. And actually, this is something I keep forgetting to bring up. I don't think I brought it up before. If I did, then whatever. It's worth revisiting. Um, and did we talk about this, Sue, that Dana revised her review of us? Yes, we did. Did we talk about yeah. this on the podcast, yeah. though? We I did? So. I think so. I don't know if we did. Okay, well, whatever. Update for me. Okay, update for Erin. <laughs> okay. Our friend Dana at Hectic Diva, who's the best, and we email with all the time, she originally wrote us an iTunes review that was like, this is fun, but, like, sometimes they are a little bit, like, giggly off the rails, no one can quite follow what's going on, which is very valid. Yes. But then we became, like, email and Twitter friends. And she was, with like, apropos of nothing, like, on, you know, whatever. Not We, we promised we didn't, like, send her threatening letters to revise her review. But she was just like, I have been listening. And the, the girls, like, podcast has evolved over time. And it's very lovely now. Yes. Oh, that's really like, cool. That was so nice of her to do. So we love that. And we love all the Shout reviews. Shout out to Dana. We love all the reviews. Uh, we take them very seriously. Now we do try to like to revise. It's it's fine. I mean, I think <laughs> it's fine. I think uh, at the end of the day, the people know what they're paying for, which is they're not, and we're drunk. So you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, um, that's the thing that always cracks me up when people are like, "Oh, they seem off top." I'm like, we literally like the whole thing is that we're drunk. We're named after wine. Speaking of which, Sue, can I take some more? Yes, please. Would anyone else like a refill? Oh, I wouldn't mind. Oh my gosh, Eric, don't get too drunk. You're meeting your mom later. Remember. Yeah, no, but you my mom understand. who I told that I don't drink. So, you can tell that you don't drink ever. So should I top you off? No. Yes. Um, you, like, you don't seem drunk. You'll be fine. <laughs> Everyone's going to be great. Okay. And my mom is one of those sober drunks, too, so I'll just be on her level. Where she just is, like, very wacky and non- uh, there's not a lot of non-sequiturs and a lot of inappropriate laughing. Okay. So, and she doesn't drink ever. So I'll be, like, with her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll be magical. Um, just a couple of other little businessy things. I was emailing with uh, Shelby, who I want to give a huge shout out to because I asked a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was, oh, yeah. about information from any of our listeners who also have diabetic pets because my little kitty was just diagnosed with diabetes. And Shel- Shelby wrote, We've been emailing back and forth a lot because her uh, little kitty, Vader, also has diabetes. And I know, so I was so mad. Like, I literally was getting emotional reading her email, and, like, we went back and forth. So thank you so much, Shelby, for your diabetes, kitty diabetes email. It seriously was so helpful. And Tanuki's blood sugar is... Is on point today. We went to the vet in case anyone's wondering. That's good. He's doing great. Um, And then also... A couple of other emails. Well, Alexa, who is also at Sweetest of A on Twitter, who we always like to tweet with, and she does fun stuff on Twitter. Shout out to Alexa. Sue, I don't know, because I feel like maybe you were in uh, Patty, so Mm -hmm. I think you might have missed a few of these emails, so I will tell you live on this podcast right now. She hit us up and was like, do you guys, like, you should legit have a wine sponsor you, and I will help you find that wine (gasps) sponsor. I know! (laughs) 
but she is a genius. Right? Dreams come true. She was like, I really want you to have this happen, and I'm willing to put in some of the legwork if, oh my God. if you send us some of your impression numbers. And I was like, I will leave that to Sue to oh, yeah, help no, us. I like, totally you can so Sue, yeah, uh, I'll send you, we'll check oh out the gosh, email in the cabinet yes. email and send yes. her some of our like Twitter impressions, yeah. and you know what I mean? And then we can see if we can make it happen. That'd How be fun would that so be? Fun. So that's we've amazing. Thank you, Alexa. Thousands of mentions of Cabernet and A, actually. It's, we've been doing yeah. pretty well on Twitter, yeah, impression-wise I mean, and reach-wise. I have to say, for something that is just to support our drinking habit and the <laughs> owners' habit, things are going great. Truly, because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this all started. I feel like we talk about this a lot just because this is what we do anyways. Yeah. And we're like, we might as well put it out there. Totally. And you guys, anyone listening... Other than my sister, hi, Kaylin, is hi. like more than our wildest dreams. <laughs> also, um, we got an email from, okay, well, this is what's funny. And actually, I have this in my, I think I put it in our little other doc, our shared doc, but in my notes, yeah, this is what it was. Okay, so I got, we got separate emails from um, a fan named Adrian and a friend, a friend named Christina. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they like, told me that they're both friends. So they both emailed separately, oh. and then they were like, oh, spoiler alert, we forgot to mention, we're like both besties and live in New Jersey. And Christina works at a wine and cheese tavern in New Jersey. And I was like, <laughs> can we come Stop visit? the presses. Can well, we I mean, come visit? It's like Wait. in Jersey City. I hope I'm not giving oh, away too much information. Wait, is can it I say this on air? No. I mean, I'm not giving away too much, right? I didn't give her a social security number. Yeah, so like her hours. Wait, but is it third and vine? Because I've been there. Maybe. Before. What if it is? What if you've met Christina before? That would. What make if you guys have met? You didn't even know. That's my favorite place. So we need um, to like get on top of this yes. and like go visit them and drink wine and eat cheese and talk about PLL. That's my life. So yeah, shout out to Adrian and Christina. Thank you Thanks, for guys. reaching out. I know we we're like, so um, exciting. yes, please. And then finally, and we'll talk about this more in like a week or two. But I know we keep teasing this, and uh, the special Cabernet wine glasses are on their way. Yes. Um, Sue and I have ours coming to us, and then when we get them, we're going to take pictures for you guys so you can see what they look like, and then we'll have a very limited, like, eight or something I think we have that will be special for you guys who want them to snag those. Um, And shout out, big, big, big shout out to Lindsay Sanford, who is... um, the lovely, talented artiste mm-hmm. on Etsy that made our Let's original wine Etsy glasses. Shop. Her Etsy shop is Saltwater and Wine, very appropriately. Fantastic. So yeah. check Cheers. out Lindsay Sanford on Etsy, Saltwater and Wine, and we will have those glasses for you guys very, very soon. And that yes. was a lot of business. Um, but I think it was breaking all news. very <laughs> valid. Oh, my God. Next week's episode is going to be featuring... Another oh. Pretty Little Liars podcast yes. just confirmed. Oh my god, I'm so excited! It's a crossover, it's a crossover, it's a crossover episode uh, with Pretty, pretty little, little Grown Men. We are oh so excited I because wait to talk to them. we've been trying to collab with these guys for a long time, and we—they're they're like our brethren. And I don't know if you've listened. They had a really interesting episode recently where they did the science of PLL. I and saw. They had their friend come in and talk about it, uh, about like what's real and what's fake, and uh, what kind of bridges a little bit of futuristic stuff that's coming down the pike and technology and it was uh 
great. It was really fun to listen to in Trader Joe's. I was laughing really hard. And <laughs> looking at me like I was crazy. I'm so excited good. to listen to yeah, that one. So I saw I had that on my this weekend to catch up. It. And uh, so look forward to that. I am so excited. They're great dudes and it'll be fun to talk about it. You know how we love a good crossover. We always love a good crossover event. Don't yeah. you, Erin? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's like that when was, Alf was on Saved by the Bell. Right? That was great. That was insane. And, and like going blank. Oh, there are so many. Or like when... You, uh, that never happened, though. I was, 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 was going to say... It doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't happen there anymore. There was some in the 90s. There was like... Wasn't there a crossover with 90210 and Melrose? I feel like that happened. Maybe. maybe. I was trying to think of some Nickelodeon. Like I was going to say when like someone from... Salute your shorts is on Hey Dude, because I thought for a minute maybe that happened, no, but I don't but think I it ever did. I think they the same universe. Think, yeah. Well, no, but, like, I want to say that uh, somebody from Salute, from Hey Dude was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? That maybe? could have probably been. But okay. as their character. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just the actor. Really right? Actors like, getting more than one job. Well, the, yeah. the famous one of the 90s was Phoebe from Friends was oh, Ursula, and their right. twin sister. I'm about you. And then... Then uh, they come in and they're like, Ursula, you work here? And she's like, no. And they were like, okay. And right. <laughs> it was like that, like, confusion. That's um, right. I forgot about right. that. Oh, you guys. I would love someone from Hey Dude to be on this podcast. That'd be great. Maybe How can we, we get find Ben Stiller's them? wife? Oh, my God. That's I the only one that really die. did Christine, something afterwards, Christine I think. Christine Taylor. Ted was the cute one. Oh, David Lasher. The guy that... <laughs> guys, I am obsessed with Hey Dude. You have no idea. Do I've been trying... Do you think they'll bring it back in the 90s uh, Nickelodeon channel I that they're bringing back? I would die. I would literally cease to be. I, do the guy that played uh, Jake, Jonathan Galkin, he lives here in New York City, and he is Who a is record Jake? exec. Is he the Indian guy? No, that's Danny Joe Torres. Jo- oh, jo- uh, I really know <laughs> all am, of their names. I'm obsessed with Hey Dude. Um, Jake, oh, sorry, my email. It's like very, lots of girl code uh, craziness this weekend. But, um, Jake. Which, don't forget, Mondays Don't at, forget. At Monday, actually, oh. breaking news. Um, Girl Code is now going to be at 10 p.m. We switched places with another show because, yeah, they wanted to, uh, felt like we'd enjoy that time slot. We were at 10.30. I know. So they're going to give us a little bump up. So we're very excited. So, yes, Girl Code Live, live at 10 on Mondays. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Galkin is a record exec here in the city, and I'm always, like, trying to stalk him and figure out a way. Oh, yeah. So he played Jake. He was, like, the drummer, dude. Mr. Ernst's nephew. Okay. Listen, guys, we can we can offline about it. I could yeah. talk about Hey Dude. We could do a spin podcast like Whiskey Dude or something. <laughs> 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 hey, Whiskey Dude. Yeah. Hey. 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 It's too close to Whiskey Dude. All right. All right. Should we talk PLL? Yeah. Yes. Oh my Until gosh. Until I start my spinoff Hey Dude podcast. Okay. <laughs> um. So. This is one of our all-time favorite episodes that we watched. Yes. Uh, Control A. So good. It's uh, season two, episode 20, I believe. I think you're right. Actually, I have it up right here. I will confirm that. uh, You're correct. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, We start off with... uh, Well... Do you remember exactly where it started? (laughs) 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 It started with computers. It did start with computers. It started with computers. And it was Caleb. They were waiting for the swim team. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. 
Aaron's like, you're welcome. I've seen a total of three episodes. Um, yes, it was Caleb sort of like getting in trouble and getting his computer confiscated because they thought that something shady was going on. Confiscated, confiscated, confiscated. Wait, can I say my favorite thing about that yes, yes. was so the cops managed to track his IP device yeah. to him waiting for the swim team, which would just yeah. seem like not you wouldn't assume somebody was going to be there. And he's like, "These assholes, they can't open up with a can opener." And I'm like, "But they did trace you to this exact spot." So like, I think they are like decent. <laughs> they, they used the guys from point. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I know. What? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I think they're pretty okay. That's, that's a very, that's a very good point. Valid point. That's valid a valid point. point. And then I love how, yeah, they mentioned that they might have to send the computer to Pittsburgh to really get to the bottom of it. I'm like, you're like 30 minutes outside of Philly. Why don't you just no go one there? in Philly understands computers? Uh, hey, I would love to believe that Pittsburgh is the technological center of <laughs> the, the universe. In the world I would love Pittsburgh. to. Yeah. By the way, I'm gonna be there the next two weekends. If any Cabernet and A fans are there. I probably won't see you, but you can just know. (laughs) I'm going to be at the um, uh, Mill Creek Mall, which is a mall that actually Keegan Allen is talking his book in. I'm going to be gone this weekend for my 10-year college reunion. Shout out to Grove City College. And then I was going to be gone the whole week, and we're going to have to do it by phone, but now I'm actually going to come back during the week and then just leave again the next weekend. For oh, the yeah. Autumn Leaf Festival in Clarion, PA. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I digress. Thank you. She has all the collector's uh, glasses from the, from the Autumn Leaf Festival. Festival. I love the Autumn Leaf Festival because yeah. Clarion is the Autumn Leaf capital of the world, Erin, as I'm sure you that is and all of our listeners know. Bull, there's Google bull it. crap. Google it. There's no way that Pennsylvania's better than Google it. New Hampshire where I came Google from. Google it. Yeah. New Hampshire is... Here's the problem. New Hampshire didn't think to, like, make a to quick phone call it. and monetize it. We don't. It. That's the problem. And that's what Clarion got on we're, board we're with. Because we're so. for your guy. We're like, come look at our leaves. Don't. We're not making glasses. <laughs> no, Clarion is like, we will sell crafts related to our leaves. Although we have a Cranberry Festival in a few months. Oh, that's fun. Months. Oh, yeah. wow. Where's that? Sheep shearing in cranberries. Oh, wow. On Nantucket. Fun. Yeah. I gotta really step up my festival game. Yeah, you need to get on board. I don't think they have collectible glasses, but I'll look. Yeah, check it out. Don't sleep on it. I don't think Long Island has a festival. I'm sure Maybe you could start one. I'm sure there's, like, the Guido Festival. (laughs) Well, that's just Tuesday. (laughs) That's just at Volcanoes. That's the Bordy Barn. Yes, oh my god, it is the Bordy Barn. Who, uh, shout out to Doug, who I think is still the uh, DJ there, who I went to high school. Oh, Doug, what's up, Doug? You want to be on this podcast? Um, The first note that I wrote down isn't really a note. I just simply wrote down Holden. Just to remember that he's in this episode. Yeah, Holden was a thing. Just remember Holden, you guys? Yeah. Remember him? It was a very odd uh, time in PLL life when, like, so it's interesting to me that Holden was in this MMA stuff, had problems with his heart. Are we just supposed to believe that Holden just fucking died? Because, like, then he, like, just Does he just dropped out. Yeah, kind of. He just of. disappears. Yeah. And, like, she uses her connection to Holden to take, like, an MMA class with his teacher, who she ends up making out with because she has a thing for teachers, obviously. Who um, doesn't, though, if we're Yeah, I mean. Ourselves. But the teachers she picks are often very hot, so yeah. I'm okay with it. I don't really have a lot of hot teachers. I didn't either. Well, I mean, your dad was also the principal. 
feel like True. it would have been a lot more <laughs> my dad's, if the hot teachers were looking out for I you. About, I thought you meant, like, my dad specifically did not hire hot teachers <laughs> as principal. That was his number one. No hot teachers, all my daughters here. Mm-hmm. Only, Only the holy ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, this was also another one of our favorite episodes because of Maya's weed addiction. Oh, on yeah. On a very special <laughs> there was an old joint, but it wasn't that old. <laughs> Maya is an annoying what? little bitch. Yeah. She is. She's kind of a wet blanket, right? Yeah. I've never been a Maya fan. Sorry for all the Maya like truth apologizers. <laughs> yeah. Apologists. I don't she's I've never enjoyed her as a character. She's always like She's, you're mad at Emily because she is involved at school and, you know, isn't just, like, a to rebel. Fair, that was one of the dorkiest parties I've ever seen in my life. It was. <laughs> they were all gathered around a computer watching swim footage. This is true. This is true. <laughs> that but she's like, is the most you're boring better, thing ever. You're better at fitting in than I am. It's like, okay, well, try a little harder. I or don't date me. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, like, that's your problem. Like, I don't, ugh, I've never, I've never enjoyed her. I like that you were like, Maya's always butthurt. She's always butthurt <laughs> about like, something. Like the She's always I, butthurt about something, and I'm sick of it. See, I think that it was one of her better relationships, because there was actually, like, some sweetness and caring, and it wasn't all crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree that it was just, it was weird that she was just like, Run away with me. And then she's like, oh my god, I can't believe you won't run away with me. It's like, did you check the year? Like, I know you're 38, but I'm still <laughs> in high school, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. Friend. Right. And I know you're about to cash in that 401k, but I have to graduate. <laughs> exactly. And also, as I mentioned, I don't know one lesbian that wouldn't love a swim team party. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah, I agree. Very true. But maybe she was holding on to her because Maya's really good at making signs. It's true. That swim team sign was really cute. It was legit. Oh, it was adorable. It was legit. And I know she, it was kind of one of those, like, girl things where she was, like, looking for the compliment. She's like, I know it's not that great. It's like, girl, you made the border. You cut out the waves. <laughs> like, you knew that was good. <laughs> you yeah. glitter in that. Like, No. That yeah, don't do the fishing. She was totally fishing. <laughs> yeah. She was totally doing the, like, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like, not that great. It only took me five hours. If I would have had know. more time, I could have, like, made it 3D. Glitter. What else? Um, I never... Okay. The whole part, another part of this episode is when um, Spencer and Jason discover that Allison had, like, this large sum of cash that then they hypothesize might have been that she was blackmailing their father, uh, our favorite Peter Hastings. Uh, Which, shout out real quick to Peter Hastings. Who was it that brought it? Uh, The sweetest of A on Twitter. Uh, Alexa. uh, Made us aware of the most amazing video ever, which is uh, Peter Hastings, the guy who plays him. I'm forgetting right now. Oh, uh, um, I'm blanking too. You know what um, I mean. he, Nolan North. Nolan North. Uh, he does the basic instinct leg cross. Amazing. That was caught on um, Snapchat, and it was. It's just so funny. I watch it over and over, and uh, it never gets old. Feed. If you haven't seen it yet, please go and check it out and live your best life. Uh, but anyway, so Peter Hastings is in this episode, 
And he is confronted by Spencer about the money. Yeah, and Spencer's basically like, did Allison blackmail you, Dad? Because she found out that you were banging Mrs. D and she blackmailed you to, like, you know, for her to keep her mouth shut. And, of course, Peter Hastings denies this. But I, for the first time watching this episode, I mean, watching this episode for the millionth time, but for the first time had this thought, one of the things I've always been frustrated about is that they make it seem as though Allison is blackmailing Peter Hastings to get money, blackmailing Byron to get money. She's hoarding cash so that she can presumably run away. I mean, they definitely set it up to seem as though Allison had planned to run away, right? Mm -hmm. But then they kind of like don't necessarily follow up or follow through on that storyline. They never give you, I mean, like, okay, maybe she was running away from A, but, like, they never play that storyline out. Like, what was Allison's plan? Was she trying to run away the night she got, you know, like, did she already plan to run away the night she got hit in the head? But for the first time watching this episode, I was thinking, maybe we can presume that she was just trying to get money to find out who A is. Because mm-hmm. another part of this episode is that they discover the phone number in the pocket of the red coat, and they call this guy who Allison had been communicating with right before she disappeared, trying to trace the number who that A was using to text her. And he's like, your friend Allison owes me $2,000, you hear? And then, like, so maybe she was just trying <laughs> to get control of accents is something that I have <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. You're being very generous. No, I'm, be- I'm bullshitting you because they're- it's the worst I've ever heard. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is really from Texas sounded like a extra in Goodfellas. Atlantic newscaster from the 30s. No, that was, come on, that was exactly what he sounded like. He was mm-hmm. literally like, come on. But he come also on, ladies. like pretty much every yeah. comic that I've ever met. Yeah, here? Like, I was almost like, I was looking at him the whole time being like, what comedian are you? Like, oh they're with you in LA. Like, <laughs> he just has that you look the North of Carolina a Comedy Arts Festival in yeah, 2008. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I wonder if maybe Allison was just gathering money to find out who A is. And not just to run away. She just wants to know the anus of it all. She wants to know the anus of it all. Or maybe she just like liked money. You guys, maybe we're looking into this too much. Who doesn't love money? Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Exactly. More money, more problems, as the great Notorious B.I.G. once said. Yes. Um, I don't... I I really derailed it with my... uh, (laughs) 90s hip-hop quote. No, it was just a moment of silence. (laughs) R.I.P. So then the other thing that happened this episode was Ezra and Arya were still in their illicit relationship, and that's why she was Mm -hmm. using Holden. Mm -hmm. And Ezra was going to take her to a French vegan restaurant. Oh, boy. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The worst sounding restaurant I've never heard. Yeah. But also, I liked what you said, Sue, of how you were like, oh, sweetie, thanks for shaming my, like, <laughs> food preferences. Because he's like, Fuck I really you, love Ezra. you if I'm going to take you to French food. It's what just a like, dickwad. You know what? You don't have to eat what I eat, boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more vegan. What, what, is, what, what do you serve more, at a yeah, more what is soy it? for me? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> it's just ironic because, first of all, like you said, bistro is usually a place that... You would serve meats and cheeses. Right. You like meat the bait the most thing about be- Like I expect That's like to the get point. like. That's like Yeah. It's like you have like sandwiches. It's like, you know, not a huge meal. But there's definitely food that yeah. would contain beef. Like there wasn't really a lot of vegetarian options anywhere. 
right. in France. Right. Yeah. Like because pretty much milk. everything is dairy that's what or meat it's, or exactly. has some sort of lard in it. It's all cheese-based. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of that. And uh, so I don't know what they were having. Maybe just some like... I'm going to Google it. It's a bunch of baguettes and... Uh, oh, French Why? vegan NYC is the first thing that came up when I typed oh. in French vegan. No. Oh, Le Village... French Petit Bistro. That was not the right... Yeah, that was a great accent, Aaron. Admit it. Admit it. Should we Should we go to this place, Sue? It's on 7th and A. 7th and A. Oh, that must be new. Cozy, vegetarian-friendly French Bistro. Vegetarian let's fucking go. Vegan. Yeah. Well, let's see. It just means, like, they have some carrots. <laughs> it's just not... Let's look into it. Mean, well, you guys... I'm going to look into French it. You guys keep talking. French has... Dairy and, and meat. bread. What's oh wait, French bread yeah. could happen. <laughs> but wait, but um, are like so true vegan broth is with, made with beef broth, right? Mm. But isn't it? But what about bread? Because isn't most bread made with eggs? Isn't that a whole thing? No, no, that's no? bread made with. Okay, so in order to tell be us like about a bread, French <laughs> baguette, it has to have yeast, flour. Water and salt. Oh. And if you use those four things to make your baguette, then you are officially a boulangerie. Oh. And uh, Excuse me. boulangeries is where you would get your bread and you maybe would get your pastries. And uh, actually, up until this year, French people who ran boulangeries were not allowed to uh, take vacations whenever they wanted. They would have to submit to France when they were going to go on vacation so that they wouldn't have all of the boulangeries shut at the same time that's how desperate these people are to make sure that they get their baguettes every morning wow which i respect greatly i respect the but hell now out they're that. allowed to take vacation whenever they would like because they're french yeah i also heard the 35 hour work week not working out for them so, oh it's not yeah they were like yeah they're probably gonna go back to 40 because it's just oh awesome wow which made me sad because i was really gonna like i was hoping to go back to, to work and be like guys <laughs> 35-hour-days-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a-week-a
Grave New World taking, you know, that wasn't your fault, though. That was just a weird, you know, uh, Ravenswood Ugh. plant sort of one. Yeah. But still well done. Taking this one to the grave. He did Welcome to the Dollhouse. Mm. So yeah, he did. Uh, he did some good he's things. One, it looks like he's the one that does the ones that uh, Norman starts. He's the oh second, yeah, maybe he's the first part and Norman's the second. They're like tag team like besties. Kind of tag team, that. that's good. Yeah, that's, so that's lovely, very lovely. Well done, Ron. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Well then, if you want to text us, Ron. Okay. What uh, the other note I made was was in addition to not really ever satisfying the whole what was what was Allison's plan before she got bashed in the head was she gonna run away was she not they never like finished up on this lolita storyline that she was obsessed with this book and and it's all about an older man with a younger woman right i think that's what so it's gonna play out now the last episode (gasps) you saw there he's coming for you we came back for you i think it's gonna be the the lolita figure (gasps) i would love that that was true I love how also when we're explaining these things, we're, like, looking earnestly at Aaron, but, like, no one else can know that. We're like, so, you know, it's like this. I always think it never translates. The last episode I saw was the second A reveal. You yes. saw the so then set, they yeah. talked about the older man coming back. Yes, you saw. So Aaron watched. Wait, but you know that Lolita the last finale. Oh yeah, I did. Sorry, I keep talking. It's okay. Yeah. This is why you're here. Keep going. But Lolita is all about an unreliable narrator. You can never believe anything that he says. Oh, that's interesting. Pedophile. Wow. (laughs) So what what does that do? So maybe the whole Lolita thing was just a clue at an unreliable narrator thing. About a man who kidnaps a young girl and then sexually assaults her, but he thinks that they're in love. Ah. Interesting. I don't know if that has any sort of like. So throughout the book. You sort of think that they're in love, and then it's sort of the twist at the end is sort of you realize that he's just... A perv. A perv? Or is it, like, clear throughout? I mean, obviously throughout, you're like, okay, this is weird. She's much younger. But is it sort of for a while you think, like, oh... I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I respect you for that, Erin. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if it's, like, a reveal or if it's just sort of, like, obvious throughout. Right. Mm-hmm. That, like, a 12-year-old wouldn't be crushing on it, like right. a 6-year-old. Right, right, But I don't know. That's so interesting. Maybe one of your listeners will. Know. Maybe one. Listeners. Crack if, a book if, once in a while. If anybody reads. It's like a lot of work. <laughs> For anyone who is still literate in the year 2015, <laughs> tweet at us, email us. Give us your Lolita theories. What's up with Lolita? Because because I remember tell us that what was what about. Lauren Mall brought up, and that's why we think it's Peter Hastings. It's, it's tied to... The idea of the book, um, that the guy in Lolita was actually dating the mother of the child. Yeah. And then he fell for the child. That's right. And yeah. that's why we thought that maybe he Hastings. was dating Mrs. D, then they come back with Allie, and then he falls for Allie. Oh. And um, there's always been, like, a little weirdness between them. When she comes back to town, oh, yeah, they Peter has weird this, scene. like, kind of scene like, it's not safe out here. I should drive you home. And she was just like, ah. yeah. and then like, it's kind of like a dangling participle that's never returned yeah, to. Followed up on. Yeah. I mean, I would be way into Peter Hastings being shady. And with that being said, um, that one of the other notes that I made was that this is one of the times where they set 
a concrete timeline that then later crumbles in the finale because this is an episode where Peter Hastings is talking about the evolution of his affair with Mrs. D and he's saying like, yeah, we had this affair when, you know, whenever I was like seeing with your mom, we were dating, but then I had an affair with Mrs. D, then they moved away or whatever, and then I married your mom, and then the Delantresses moved back and he's specifically, he's like, you were five. And so it's like, that sets this whole timeline. It's like, why even say that? And this is why I just, I... I get mad I mean, at the timeline of, apologist. It seems like a five-ish. It's the way that, I don't know, I are guess. you, maybe it was just my dad, but I feel like my dad was never 100% sure how old I was. <laughs> like, I my feel like, today. I feel like That's dads hilarious. are kind of like, you're 30-ish, <laughs> you know, like, you're-ish. That's a funny point of view, okay, I mean, that's fine. If, unless it was like my birthday and my mom reminded him, I feel like he was kind of like, right. yeah, I've got four of you, you're right. all various ages. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I know for certain none of you are older than me. Right. Like, that's kind of <laughs> where I feel like, and I feel like a lot of dads are like that. They were like, yeah, hey, you were like five. And it was like, that was yesterday. Right. And they were right, like, yeah, right, right. whatever. Okay. All right. All Fair fathers enough. always want you to be five. I like, suppose. That like, you know, that thing where it's just like daddy's little girl. Right. 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 Yeah. There's no time that I don't find daddy's little girl to be the creepiest thing that can be said. <laughs> singer was talking and he was like I wrote this for uh I wrote this for my daughter and I'm like brace brace for <laughs> traditional gender roles and it was basically like you're gonna grow up and be a great mom and I love you and I'll always be daddy's little girl and I was like <laughs> this is creepy that's hilarious and and true yeah it wasn't like you're gonna grow up and be one of the like top uh female CEOs in the fortune 500 right it's like you're gonna be a mom yeah you'll be a mother and you always be a little girl. Bye. <laughs> and I expect you to be very sexual because you will have a lot of children, but I expect you to not be sexual because you're always a daughter. So have fun with unpacking that. <laughs> 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 that is great. What, what band is this? It's Zach Brown Band. Oh, and they're like a southern band. It was okay. it was very odd, and then I also realized like how menacing the chant USA can be. <laughs> like it really freaks me out a little bit okay. it's a lot of drunk white guys from Long Island it can be a little bit like awful. oh they're the worst a lot of mics hi guys yeah. I'm doing a show on Long Island <laughs> um, no. oh my god that actually here. just reminded me not that there's much to talk about but since we pre-taped the last Tuesday's episode I never got to download 90s Fest which, oh yeah! I mean, it wasn't anything that exciting. We just got really drunk in Brooklyn and listened to Lisa Loeb and Naughty by Nature, and then it started to rain. Perform so we live. Left. Perform live. Oh yeah, it was Lisa Loeb, Naughty by Nature. Um, um, bearing the lead that you hung out with. Oh yeah, and then we got a selfie with Coolio. Because <laughs> <laughs> what else is he doing? He like came out to the crowd and was like, "Yo!" and just like people like took random selfies with him. He's completely bald except for just two braids on either oh, side no. of his head that stick straight out. Oh my god, it was amazing. And then um. But then we left before Salt and Pepper because it started to rain really mm-hmm. hard and we were over it. And then um, and we'd already seen Salt and Pepper. And we'd already seen like... Salt and Pepper. Aaron and I at BB King's Wait, and they were amazing. Can I just second that you didn't want to push it. <laughs> <laughs> push well it played, real, real good. good. <laughs> sorry, oh my god! But then guys, I saw. I'm not sorry about that at all. You should never be sorry. And we then saw. I just saw on TMZ the other day. That when they went on, I mean, it, I think the rain had let up, but obviously, like, it was very wet because it was pouring. And 
Peppa tried to like jump from one speaker to another and just bit it. And it was oh, so, she was she was fine. I mean, presumably she got up and finished the show. But it was so hard to watch. I was like, oh, Peppa, no, Peppa, don't jump. Peppa, don't do it. Peppa, it's too far. Peppa, don't play that. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. And I then, love that all those people are so game to be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like they're my like, best days are behind me. Oh, we Come know on, we are. Adventure. Let's go make some money. Exactly. Yeah, they're I like, well, it. we're not. We know who we are. Yeah. We know what we're doing with our life. And uh, yeah, it was a delight. Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys watched this show, but they just came out on this thing today on Facebook with the Zoe 101 class. What is that? Or like? Zoe 101 from Nick. They like. Brittany's little sister. Was that who it was? That's all I know about it. Okay, that's what I thought. So, like. They did, like, this, there was supposedly this time capsule at the end, and they said, in ten years I'll tell you what I said. And so they did, uh, like, update of it, and now it's rumored that they're going to bring back Zoe 101 as part of this new 90s Nick update thing. I cannot wait to see what this 90s Nick update thing wait, is. I feel like I'm a little scared because I've been out of might work late for a week, and I feel like they're going to be talking about it a lot. I feel, I don't, I don't know. I'm interested to see what, what I get back, because, uh, Nick and TV Land are part of the same Viacom family, so I have a feeling I'm going to learn a lot more as soon as I get back on Monday. Uh, okay, I'm looking at Zoe 101 right now, and it was... Oh, no, yeah, it wasn't 90s. It's 2005 to 2008. Oh, okay, so I'm completely wrong. So I never watched that. I mean, I knew of no, it. No, I, I knew of it, but then I, I only knew about it because it's, she got knocked up. Well, yeah, it's What's-Her-Face, right? Brittany's little sister. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. All right. So that Great. was uh, something that if somebody understands that video that I watched today that I about the uh, update, I, I would love to be <laughs> explained because it was just like, guys, they finally found the time capsule or whatever, and I was like, I don't know why I'm even watching. This. <laughs> I feel like that would only be relevant if you were like seventeen right now or something. Like if that was your show, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it's something like if somebody it's not. It's not something for like, a thirty-three-year-old woman. No, like, I, I guess so. not. Yeah, I think All not. Right. I think not, but it's now not I'm looking you. at an article about it. Um, <laughs> All right. uh, so, one of my other favorite things about this episode is that uh, Ashley Marion gets called down to the uh, police station again to see her old bang flame, uh, <laughs> Wilbin. And Which one is Ashley? Ashley Marion's Hannah's mom. Okay. And so she's the one that's like put down the frosting. We got to go to the police um, station. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's kind of like, but can we bring the frosting? But then they <laughs> show the candy striper picture to her, uh, to Ashley and Hannah. And they're kind of like, what's the deal with this? And um, they, we don't see what they tell the cops, but we see them walk out. And Hannah tells her mom that it was a dare. And Ashley says one of my favorite things, which is always, I know when you're lying, which makes me want to know, what is Hannah's tell? Yeah. Because it's alluded to so many times. Oh, that's a good it's point. It's so obvious whenever Hannah's lying. That's a good and point. Like, is it dark eyeliner? <laughs> is it a wide, vacant look? <laughs> that's just Because that's every day. Oh. <laughs> not the benzos. Oh. Uh, I like that <laughs> Hannah also says that she was thinking and molting. Because she the way she thinks is she pulls oh, yeah, her hair. Yeah, her hair. Which I can relate to because I do the same thing. I can too. I... Definitely do the the dumb girl the the thing that's supposedly the dumb girl mood is when you twirl your hair and think, and I definitely do that. I braid so. my hair, which I've been doing. And I'm doing it now because I thought of it, but I've been doing it several times sitting yeah. here. I don't know when that started. This is a very new thing, and I don't know why, but 
I'm fine with it. It's cute. It's fine, yeah. right? It's a good look. It's just like, it's nice to have a weird, uh, what's it called? Nervous habit that just ends up in a fun, low-key hairstyle. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Speaking of low-key, the last note I made was that I like, I do sometimes miss these first couple of seasons because this is when PLL was sort of just like low-key scary. I really, I feel yeah. like it's just not the same. It's not scary in the same way anymore. Like it's gone to this place of like this, you know, spectacular sort of fabulous next level place, which is fine and good. And like, this is one of my favorite seasons ever. Season six. I really enjoyed it, but it's just different, which is yeah. fine. And which is supposed to happen, of course, when a series goes on for a long time, but it does make you, so it's like great right now in present day season six for a lot of reasons, but there are different reasons that I think it was great in season one and two, you know, it's, it's just, it's been on for six years. Yeah, well, I mean, no. six seasons. Six okay. seasons, yeah. But yeah, I miss this time of, like, the videotaping and the lurking and the, like, it was just, like, it was so much more, like, yeah, just, like, scary real life, like, another high schooler, someone is after us, and now it's, like, on a next another level. I agree, because I think it was also nice to see them just genuinely be like, oh, Emily's on the swim team, and Emily's yeah. still caring about the swim team, and they were very much still in high school feel, whereas yeah. it felt like for the past two seasons, it's kind of like, how are these bitches graduating? Right, right. Like, they never talk about school. They're just they like, never got in trouble for going to Burger King. Right, like, they're, right. They're just <laughs> right. living their lives. Right, right. They're doing great. But I like how they talk so much about how involved she was with the swim team, but, like, never interacted with anyone that entire party. Oh. <laughs> she would <laughs> around with a plate of cookies, just put them down and caught her girlfriend smoking old joint. Sure. Yeah. And that was it. I thought it was also weird that they had the party at Ashley? What's her name? Hannah's. At Hannah's house. Yeah. Well, at the time, they were living together because Hannah, uh, I mean, Emily's mom moved to Texas to be near her father's base. station there. He was, he's in the army. And so uh. she was, she went there and um, Emily didn't want to miss school because she was on the swim team. Yes. Right? Was yes. that that time? And great job remembering that, because I don't know if I would have. I was like, wait, her car house didn't get crashed with the car yet. But yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Some poor parenting decisions. You think so? Well, I mean... There's not a lot of, like, stellar parents. No. Ashley's probably the most involved parent, and she's the one that fucked a police officer for her daughter. <laughs> he was cute, so, though. Yeah, I mean... I mean, a little for her daughter, maybe some for herself. Yeah, no, I, I mean, miss Wilden and Garrett. This like episode, I really missed Wilden watching this episode. I was like, I miss, I he miss was his such vibe. A, the best worst cop. He ever. was the best worst cop in Rosewood, hands down. And then what happened to Laurent Dean from Gilmore Girls? Who's that? Who that? Caleb. The. Oh my God! Wait, Caleb Wait, was Caleb in Gilmore, Gilmore Girls? Girls? No, he's not. But he looks like oh. he's Caleb's so much hotter than Dean. I'm gonna go with neither of them are hot, and Dean came. First. Oh my god, you oh. wouldn't you wouldn't sleep with Caleb? Oh my god, no. So. Oh my goodness, he's hacked like, into my heart. I'll he, tell you. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> well, and also like hot spots don't work like that. Like a hot spot is just so you can get onto the internet. I love the yeah, from anywhere. Of they so like hot spots, they kept saying hot spot, which is what I really wanted the title of the episode to be, and it wasn't. I was upset. Hot spot, but hot then, spot. You can yeah, catch like, me at the bar, yo. All night. No, um, you can't install a hotspot into your computer either. 
Well, when he pulls out the hotspot and says, I am the hotspot, cuckoo-cuckoo, he is holding <laughs> a little hotspot activator thing. And then she just keeps getting wrong what a hotspot is. Oh, okay. And then he has a remote access to his computer. That's what to it connect is. connect it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a go to my computer or if you have like a... Like a mirror. Like, I don't think that that is what a hotspot is, though. No, it's not. She oh. was getting it wrong. Oh. And he was being like, no, but you can keep calling me hot spot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cute like that. Um, But what else was I going to say? You keep going. I'm done. So whatever, go for it. Uh, I I like that there was darker hair for Jason to make him seem more like a a Hastings. Hastings He got like a more, uh, I feel like they did like a dark tint to his blonde. Yeah. this episode, it wasn't as blonde as it usually is. I, I totally agree. It was very good, good, uh, good eye by you. There's more Hastings in this episode. Uh, we all agree that I don't think I two thousand dollars trust anyone. Oh yeah, when they like need two thousand dollars to pay off you the don't guy. Think you two thousand dollars trust anyone? I wouldn't give anyone two thousand dollars. Oh, no. oh, I was saying if they were like, have oh, yeah. I'm a thirty-one year old, and I don't know if I needed two thousand dollars. What I would do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just like, we can find her real quick. Chase. He's like, yeah, I got yeah. you. The seventeen-year-old, do you have two jobs? No. <laughs> In my life, I've never had two jobs. Just like accessible. <laughs> No, I don't think I've ever had a bank account that was like $2,000 or more. I'm revealing a lot right now. You gotta call, <laughs> you gotta call Guys, if you're gonna steal anyone's identity, don't steal Eric. Yeah. Don't steal mine. This is basically or just take a PSA. It, and then I can start over and I <laughs> Well, no one will steal your identity. They don't know how to spell your last name. They like, don't. keep throwing them off the set. That's really what it's all about. <sighs> Yeah, $2,000. But I love, that was also, like, a favorite little thing that happened when he was like, she still owes me money, and Ari is like, oh, how much? Like, going towards her purse. Yeah, because like, how much did you possibly think he was going to say? Like, $20? Right. $20? And you seem real money. bitter for a 20 spot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure I can cover this. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, pawing through her purse demurely, like, oh, um, some coupons? And then my last thing, which is, like, all right, believe in the dream world, Sue, but I'm just like, Holden would never be able to do MMA as an oh underage kid without a parent's signature. But is it MMA? Like, he was, it was, like it some was some Korean thing. I guess. Isn't that all the same mixed martial arts? Maybe it was just one type of martial art. It was some sort of organized Krog fighting that we don't understand. Yeah. and But they wore it's like like the uniforms like karate. <laughs> and there was not an Asian in the room. No. And only Holden wore a helmet while he was fighting. It's very confusing. <laughs> he works. His heart condition is that his heart's in his head. Oh my god! It's a rare breed. <laughs> what a, a terrible heart makes up. He might as well just wearing uh, be wearing a t-shirt that's like go for the heart. Like, just like the helmet kid walks to the mat, and the other the the uh, opponent is like, here we go. He's just like cracking his knuckles, like ready, just like kick him right foot to the foot to the chest. You guys, I'm losing steam. So <laughs> I have to go do some comedy in the yes. city. Yes, yes, we are. Which going I would to do... promote, but it doesn't matter because you're going to be listening There's to this three, three days after. Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, but... Gonna, but I mean, people won't hear this in time, so too bad. Too bad. You guys are going to miss out on this great show. Tell tell me about the show. I also can't go, but 
There's a show. I would go if I went It's friend of the podcast. Uh, Dennis has a podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, it's doing his 400th episode Whoa. celebration. So it's taped? Uh, I don't think he's saying I think it's like a celebration for his 400th episode, um, but like as a live comedy show. That's a good question, though. I don't know if there's any podcast component, but everyone should go listen and download and subscribe to Dennis Has a Podcast. Which Chelsea and I have both been uh, guest stars on. Yes, we have. What'd you say, well, the one after you do the show, possibly if it is taped, they'll be able to hear you. Oh, that's true. So yeah, your other many so talents. that's true. We'll have to investigate whether or not that's a thing. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, this has been magical. Party on, Aaron. Did you have the most magical time? Did you even know that your Saturday could be this magical? No, Before... I didn't know that I was doing this until I ended up on a group text about what time we're meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, right now, let's go. <laughs> On Cabernet Day. <laughs> and, and, and with that being said, uh, I'd like to take us out of the podcast with a little appropriate song by Foxy Brown. Here's Hotspot. Good night, everyone. Yeah. You guys know this one. Now? What? I'm going to skip the chorus. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?